Hey guys, we're about to hit the uh, Facebook app, and we're on. Thank you. 
Good morning to people. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Good morning, Mother Sheila. Good morning, Lord. Paul Kennedy's birthday was great. He's actually at the side. He, everybody's cooking. Hilarious. Now, today is the first day of the best day of your life. Playing for the George. People are getting here a little slow this morning. Good morning, Burn.
Thank you, Father God, for waking us up this morning, God. We thank you for your love, your care, your understanding, your glory, your honor that you've done for us, God. I praise God for you, God. I praise, I just praise you, God, this morning for your goodness and mercy. I praise you for your loving kindness. I praise you for your grace toward us. I praise you for your forgiveness. I praise you that you forgive us of our sins and our transgressions. That, God, you believe that our best days are in front of us. As long as we stay steadfast and moving, we'll always abounding in your word. So we ask you to forgive us of our sins because we're sin about grace that much more about. Thank you for our sins being forgiven. Thank you, God, for the lessons learned from even experiencing life and the things that we have done wrong that we had to learn how to get it right. We thank you, God, for our family, friends, and loved ones. We thank you that we laid down last night that the four walls of our home did not become the four walls of a casket. We thank you, God, that we, you kept us, kept our families, kept our, our loved ones, and that you have blessed us, God, throughout this week. We thank and praise you for your anointing, for your grace and mercy. We thank you for your word that has taught us and expanded our thinking, that we capture your word in our hearts, that as we meditate on your word day and night, it will help us to deal wisely and to make our way prosperous and for us to be in a place of good success. So we praise you for it. We praise you for that. We praise you, God, that even on today, that we might have some aches and pains, so they just remind us that we're still here and we still have another fighting chance, that we might be scraped up from the fight that we're fighting, but we're fighting the good fight of faith. We praise you and thank you, God, for every person that's online today, every believer that's online today, every uh, business owner, every worker, someone who is working, waiting on promotion, someone who is doing business, waiting on new contracts, someone who is um, sick, waiting to be healed, someone who is broke, waiting to be fixed, someone who is in poverty, waiting to walk in prosperity. We are in the waiting room of expectancy, knowing that, God, you will deliver on time. So we thank and praise you for that right now in Jesus' name. We praise you that today will be amazing, astounding, magnificent. It will be exciting. It will be adventurous because, God, we will walk with you. The favor of God will go before us. I decree the favor of God on every believer on this call over everything that we submit, over everything that we do, that people read our letters, when people hear our voices, they will want to give us what we ask for, that we pray the favor of God is on our lives. So we pray and thank you, God, for the favor of God going before us, and it surrounds us. It is like like oil on us, God. When people touch us, there's a residue on it. So that favor is contagious. God, we thank you right now for it. We thank you, God, that you're moving on our behalf. I come against the... the, uh, spirit of infirmity, that the, the demon of cancer, of sickness, that tries to attach itself to the believers, I rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. It is already done. We already have the victory. God has already got the victory, so we thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We thank you, God, that even on today that we are experiencing a catapulting anointing, that you are thrusting us forward into our future fearlessly and faithfully moving forward. So, Lord, let us begin to place in our heart belief, expectancy, believing you for more, more of you, less of us, more of you, God, in our hearts, less of our worries. So we will not meditate on our our problems, but we will meditate on your word, that it will birth a manifestation of, of faith in our hearts and manifestation of fruit in our lives. So we declare and decree in the name of Jesus for supernatural debt cancellation. Supernatural debt cancellation. I wish I had somebody to come into agreement with me. Supernatural debt cancellation and an increase of good services and real estate in Jesus' name. So we thank and praise you, O God, 
for blessing these, your people. And we thank and praise you, O God, that in you we move, we live, we have our being. That we stand on your promises and believe you, God, for miracles, signs, and wonders. That there will be restitution and recompense of reward because we are connected to you, O God. We're anointed for this. We are anointed for this assignment. So you will give us, we know you will give us every tool and resource necessary for us to be victorious because it says you always cause us to triumph. So we believe right now that we are triumphing. We are triumphant on this Thursday. It is already done, and we receive it right now. Yes, yes, Lord. If there be anyone who is struggling with any kind of addiction, we plead the blood of Jesus to deliver us all. Glory glory to God, because there is no stronghold too big that the anointing cannot destroy. So we pray that the anointing will destroy every yoke and remove every burden. Unconditional surrender is what we give you, O God, and unconditional blessing is what we know you will give us. So we thank you for it right now. It is already done. In Jesus' name, we say it. Amen. Amen. And thank God. Means you. I mean, when something flourishes, that means it 
breaks out amongst its its uh, its contemporaries. To see something flourish means that it is is going beyond what the others are. In other words, when I see a person flourishing, that means they're doing better or doing greater than those who are surrounding them. God wants to bless you where you bloom, where you blossom. Some of you might be late bloomers. It might seem like you're, everybody else has, has gotten their next or has gotten into their wealthy place or has gotten into a place of success, and you're not. Sometimes God will take the best for last. He will demonstrate what it means to wait on him and to be of good courage, and he will strengthen thine heart. That is Psalm 27, the last verse. You're going to enter into this state of prosperity, into this place of increased wealth, favor, and, and enlargement and expansion. Uh, Proverbs 14.11 says, The house of the wicked shall be overthrown, but the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish. I like that. The tabernacle of the upright shall flourish. The house of the wicked will be overthrown. What does that mean? That we will get the spoils of the wicked. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the righteous. Just be faithful. Just be patient and faithful. You don't have to seek judgment for the unrighteous. You don't have to look for the wicked's downfall. That is not your job. Your job is to wait on the Lord, not to wait on anyone else's downfall. The wicked will be overthrown. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just, and you know that. That's a principle, so all you do is put yourself in waiting position. Are you built the capacity to receive what God wants to bless you with? What if, can I ask you this question, what if God blessed you with that one thing that you really desire? Would you be ready for it? Can I ask you that? What if God sent you a million-dollar contract? What if God sent you someone who wants to invest $300,000 into your minute, into your business or ministry? What if God did that? Would you be ready? What would you do with it? Do you have a plan for it? Do you have a plan? Do you have the capacity for it? That's, the, that's a big question. If you want to prosper, what does that look like? If you got that big uh, raise at your job, what would you do with it? How would your life change? How would you leverage that that equity that's made it that, that was made investing into you? How would you how would you leverage that? Absolutely, write the vision. You have to have your plan. Vision causes a response of provision. It should draw provision. Pro simply means for. You know, for resources for the vision provision. So vision is something that you, that God gives you, the plan, the design, the blueprint for your next. And if you don't have a plan, what do you do when God blesses you? Because he's going to, listen, if you're a believer, if you're a giver, he's going to bless you. You know, I have to, I'm right now, I'm going through the stages of building capacity for us to experience supernatural growth. I'm going through the stages of building capacity for supernatural growth. I have to believe that God wants to grow the ministry more than I want him to grow the ministry. So I have to create a vision, a schematic, a blueprint for our growth and what that looks like. Because I know these other wicked houses are going to be overthrown and people are going to be, you know, scattered and going to look for a place. When something is overthrown in the sea, what the thing they look for is the lighthouse. We need to be that lighthouse that emerges through the darkness so that people who are lost at sea can find their way home 
That's why one of the things that we say when people walk through the doors is, welcome home. Because people, you know, get far from God. So the house of the wicked shall be overthrown, but the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish. Again, you have to be prepared, the tabernacle, the temple of the upright. So let me define that. Let me give you a a couple of definitions that's going to settle the matter for you in this. A tabernacle is a meeting place. It's a tent of meeting. That's really what it was called, a tent of meeting. Uh, It was the place where divinity met uh, humanity, where God and man met. It was a tabernacle. It was a tent. That's another word for a tabernacle is tent. Um, The tabernacle, the the tent of the upright shall flourish. Um, When we have a place or a tabernacle, a place where we can meet God, um, a place where we can really receive our word and meditate on that word day and night and receive the word and have have a great uh, man or woman of God that God sets over us to feed the sheep. The tabernacle of the upright shall flourish. When you're in a place that is preaching the word of God and preaching faith for you to not be shackled to your circumstances, but to be free, to be fruitful, the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish. That's why when you're planted in the house of God, you will flourish in the courts of our God. That's why when you are in the tabernacle, that's what the Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. You have to be in a place, whether it's physical or virtual. Some people can't get to a physical building, but they can make it to a virtual one. You need to be plugged in, submitted, and upright. What does that mean? I am living uncompromisingly righteous. I'm not allowing myself to get caught up with other people that will draw me away from being upright. Because what house do I want to be in the tabernacle that was that's, that's scheduled to flourish or the house that's scheduled to be overthrown? You have a choice of where you're going to live. You do. I'm talking to you right now. I'm really bearing it uh, bare bones down to you. You have a choice of where you're going to live moving forward. Do you want to be in a house that is going that is destined for desolation and destruction? That is destined to be overthrown? That is destined for demolition? Or do you want to be in a tabernacle that is scheduled to prosper? That is scheduled to expand? That is scheduled to be enlarged? that is scheduled to be successful, that is scheduled to flourish, that is scheduled to break through. That is your choice. It always has been, always will be your choice. So you need to figure out how to get plugged in and connected in the right house. Somebody needs a change of address card because you have been living in the wrong house too long. You have been living in the wrong house too long. The house of the wicked shall be overthrown. No matter how much it looks like it's prospering now, no matter how much it looks like they're doing great now, if it's a wicked house, it won't be. It won't have that appearance long. But the tabernacle of the upright, you might call it, say, I'm living in a tent, but I trust my tent over your house any day. I trust my tabernacle. I trust the place where I know I can meet the presence of God. I trust where I can be with the presence of God. 
I trust that more than I trust being in a house that just looks good. I'd rather be someplace that is good. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Do you want to flourish? Do you want to expand? Or do you want to remain connected to dead things? There was a man who was um, grievously possessed by demons. Um, and, and we know this by his actions. You know, he would throw himself into fires. He would throw himself into water. He, if he couldn't burn himself, he tried to drown himself. If he could not drown himself, he tried to burn himself. And he made his way around the cemetery. He lived amongst the dead things. And, and then Jesus entered into his life and changed his life. Gave him hope. He removed him out of the dead. He removed the dead things out of him. Removed him from the, de- the dead places. You and I can no longer make our homes amongst the dead things. If something is dead, why do you still connect to it? Why are you still trying to resurrect the things that God has ordained are dead? Listen, Samuel was chosen to anoint two kings. He anointed the king um, he anointed King King Saul, and he anointed King David. When he anointed King Saul, Saul was the people's choice. He was not necessarily God's choice. He was the people's choice. God gave the people what they wanted, what they demanded, but it wasn't God's chosen man. It was the people, what they saw. What they saw, he looked like a king. What they saw... He looked like a leader. But he did not have the heart to endure tough decisions. He made a bad decision. He went completely against God. He was rebellious. God, that's where the scripture comes in. Uh, rebellion is at the spirit of witchcraft. And God said, I'm done with you. I'm done with you. So we find the very next chapter, the beginning of the chapter, Samuel is lamenting over God's disapproval of Saul and God's divorce of Saul. And God says, I'm going to remove him. Not in your time, in my time. I'm going to remove him. So what happens? Saul is going through. He is lamenting. He is crying. He is grieving. God interrupts his grief and says, how long are you going to mourn what I rejected? How long are you going to be attached to what I divorced? How long are you going to hold on to dead things? And some of you watching right now are in dead relationships. You know it's dead. You, I mean, you just, yes, yes, it's good to keep hope alive, but if you know it's dead and God has, has gave you a peace to leave, leave. I don't care if it's a, a marriage relationship, a business relationship, familial relationship, whatever God gave you peace, you have to leave. You have to be obedient to it. You have to be obedient to it. You have to. You have to. You have to come out of your comfort zone. God said, how long are you going to mourn what I have rejected, what I have already deemed not worthy to be connected to you, what I've already deemed not worthy to cover you, what I've already have established is not part of your future. It's a part of your past. It's not a bad memory. It's just a memory from your past. 
if I'm ordaining you to move forward, why are you relegating yourself to stay behind? You got to move move past this thing. You got to move past it. Even I tell preachers, I say, yeah, listen, your testimony is great. How God delivered you, it is great to tell one time. But if all you can talk about is how God delivered you, you don't have any new stories. You've got to, God's got to do something else besides delivering you. Yes, your testimony is great, and you can share it when it's convenient. But when you're a preacher, you don't get up there, and every time you preach, you refer back to that one testimony, one thing God if I'm listening, I'm saying, well, didn't God do anything else? God does so much for us. He spends so much equity in us. There's so much of an investment in your life that God is expecting you to have a harvest. But you can't have a harvest if the ground that you are most comfortable with is dead. It's scorched. It's what God, listen, Lot's wife messed up because she looked back. She lost her future because she could not divorce herself from her past. God said, go and don't look back. She looks back. Don't know why. Don't know if it was fondness. Don't know if it was, it was a longing. But it cost her her future. Don't spend your life on things that aren't worth the price tag. You are of great value. You hold great significance in God's eyes. And the challenge is, the challenge to you is how are you going to invest what you have? Are you going to keep investing your time, your talent, and your treasure in with ground that is dead? Nobody, nobody makes a, a, a cemetery a garden. Nobody. Nobody plants fruit trees and, and stuff in a, in a cemetery. No one. They bring flowers to a cemetery, but they don't, they don't plant flowers. They don't irrigate it because the living and the dead are two different conditions, two different conditions. If you want to flourish and go into a place of overflow, where are you planted at? Are you planted in the house of the wicked, which, which will be overthrown? Are you planted in the house of God and uh, ready to flourish in his tabernacle? So if you want to grow and you want to flourish, you've got to find yourself a great, a great place to flourish in. We are going to be announcing, I told you this at the end of last year, we're going to be announcing to people who want to be e-members. If you want to be e-members or i-members of uh, Impact Church, you know, through the Internet, through electronic media, we want to be able to create an environment where you can, where you can be connected and committed, where your life can matter. Because you want to flourish, and we want you to flourish. There's not a good pastor worth his or her salt that does not want their people to flourish. Now, if they don't, then they shouldn't be in that role. My desire is that you flourish in every area of your life. My desire is that you're in the tabernacle of the upright and that you will flourish, that you will grow, that you will enlarge, that you will expand, that you will have extreme, extreme success, and that you will be blessed. 
but it, it, it requires a commitment. And I have to ask you this question as I get very close. Are you ready to make that commitment to God? Planted in the house of the Lord, they shall flourish in the courts of our God. Are you ready to be committed? Well, Pastor, I don't have a lot of time. Listen, you have more time than you give yourself credit for. This is what do you decide to do with your time. You can binge watch a whole season of a show in a weekend. What time don't you have? If you can club every night, have drinks after work every day, go to the casino two or three times a week, what time don't you have? You can go over to your friend's house and grab a 40 and smoke a blunt and get high and chill out and eat and order pizza and all of that stuff. What time don't you have? It is not about what time you have. It is about how you prioritize the time that you have. You have to get to that place where God is priority. Not a priority. He is the priority list. He is the list that I write all my priorities on. He is the paper that I write my list on. I always tell you that. The list does not matter if you don't have the paper to write it on, and God is that paper. You and I should be flourishing. Your business should be booming. Your marriage should be booming. Everything that you're connected to should be booming. The only reason why it's not is simply this. You have, you have not planted yourself in the house of the Lord. You're visiting. You're dancing around it. You know, you're dating at it, but you're not committed. Shacking, but not committed, not in covenant. Shacking means I, I'm, I'm there, but in any given moment I can just leave. Committed means to death do us part. We're here, committed, connected. So I'm giving you the opportunity to connect yourself. Now, how can I connect myself, Pastor? How can I connect myself? You need to find you a great church that is teaching, preaching the word of God. If you can't find one locally where you are, you're more than welcome to become an um, an I member. And I will define what that is over the coming weeks. But number one, you got to be committed to even watching us on a regular basis. Commit yourself to being on Power Burst as often as you can. I know sometimes work and things get in the way and you won't be able to do that. Commit yourself to watching, to going over to Impact Church and subscribing to that channel as well. We post our mid-morning Bible studies every week. We post our Sunday morning worship every week now. We started doing it a couple weeks ago. Start watching that. If you can't get out locally, get yourself, you know, uh, an iPad, um, uh, Apple TV or something like that. Watch it on the big screen like, like you're there. Pretend like you're there. Come dress up. Now watch us engage. When we stand up, you stand up. When we give, you give. When we pray, you pray. When I preach, you will receive just as if you were there. We're setting up all of those things so that no one is lost, that everybody who wants to be connected can be connected, that you can serve. And even when we call you to serve our local community, you can serve your local community. We're going to expand this iChurch across the world. But you've got to be planted somewhere. And if you're not planted anywhere, you're going to be struggling. You've got to get planted in the house of the Lord so you can experience the flourishing of God. Amen? This is good. If this is helpful, let me know it's helpful. If you are not local and are interested in becoming an I-member, just type the word I-member, I-member. If you're, lo- if you're not local and you're interested in being an I-member of Impact Church, type the word I-member, I-M-E-M-B-E-R. Or maybe you are local and can't get out. 
but I am grateful to God for you. If this is helping you, let me see some thumbs up. Let me see some hearts. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Hopefully this is good. The teaching is good. I'm trying to really make sure that I'm preparing you for your next. Oh, thank you, daughter. Amen. It's blessing you. Amen. Oh, man, thank you so much. Amen, yes. Amen, Danielle, you know. You know, I consider you that anyway, but we are, we're going to really do that. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you. Great message. Straight fire. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. I thoroughly appreciate it. I appreciate you guys so much, so very much um, for this. Tomorrow is Faith and Favor Friday. I wouldn't be anyplace else but on here. Glory to God. Yes, good. Amen. Yes, um, Davina, we pray God for you. Thank you for hanging out with us at Bible study, too. I hope it blesses you, man. I, I hope it helps you enjoy our Bible studies. We have a powerful time in Bible study. Duck, I see you, sir. Amen, amen. Teaching is a blessing. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we love you, too. Amen. 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 So I'm praising God for you. Listen, this weekend, you want to be connected. You want to be connected. You want to be connected. Amen. You want to be connected. So this Sunday, 1101 a.m., you're more than welcome. If you're local, please come by on this Sunday morning, 1101 a.m. I'm going to be preaching the Word of God. Um, it's a special Sunday, too, because our, uh, amen, oh, I'm so grateful for you, too. Our community partner is going to be in the building, and we have some special uh, um, dance ministry presentation. Um, so we're, we're looking to do that today. If you're local and want to support, uh, Keep Alive Village is an African-centered organization that is on the east side of Detroit, on the corner of uh, Harper and Baldwin, a block away from um, Van Dyke, on the side of Van Dyke. And we are having community day today. And it is this evening, glory to God, and um, I sit on the board of directors for Alkibalon Village. I, it's been my pleasure to do that for the last 10 years. One of the, one, um, the CEO of Alkibalon Village is actually a member of Impact Church between the hours of 5 and 7 p.m. today, Thursday. So please stop in and get a tour of Alkibalon Village with us. Let them know that I sent you. Please let them know that I sent you. I really want to get a great response to go over there and support today. So they have a phenomenal after-school program, phenomenal martial arts program, um, tutorials and all of that. So go over there and let them know that I sent you. We want to support our community today. They've been one of our stalwart community partners, and without them, we wouldn't be in a place where we are today. So I want you to go over there with me. If you can commit to doing that, let me know. Um, like I said, you can bring your family over there. They are kid-friendly um, and get a tour of what they do uh, or what we do. Like I said, I sit on the board of directors um, for our Keep Alive Village. So do that for me. Um, I posted the flyer on my page. And I want you to go over there to Alkibalon Village. Um, thank you so much. It is located at 7701 Harper Avenue. You do that for me. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. I love you all. God bless you. And let's live to impact.
Good morning. Good morning, Mommy. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Good morning. morning. How are you all? I'm great. Good. Good. I'm good, good. Hopefully the teaching is blessing you. I'm trying to really teach you, groom you, and grow you, man. I really want to see you flourish. Um, So be mindful to be connected, remain connected. Um, You can support, keep supporting the ministry. We're going to have a great time this upcoming Sunday. Tomorrow is Faith and Favor Friday. We're believing God for a supernatural outpour of faith and favor on this weekend. Um, so be connected, be plugged in. If you are local, please come down with me today between 5 and 7 o'clock. You don't have to stay the whole time, but come down and take a tour. Let them know I sent you. Let them know you came from Impact Church because we really want to um, support how Keep Alive Village you has always supported us. It's 7701 Harper Avenue. Do that for me, okay? Um, I love you all. God bless you, and I'll be back on tomorrow. Let's live to Impact.